Episode number 129 of the Tarn Running Shorts podcast, hosted by Tom Bryan, myself, Kyle Gregg. So, Tom, you're sitting there with a beer and you've got your, you've got your new glasses on, rather. <laughs> you look like Eddie the Eagle, man. They're not, they're not new. They're not, Kyle's on the laughing. These are not new glasses. I've, I've owned these glasses longer than we've done this show. <laughs> they're, the size of, they're the size of your head, those things. You're joking. They're not they're that big. <laughs> it must have been the angle. It must have, it must been. have been the angle on the laptop. Yeah. I thought you were, I thought you were gonna yeah practice uh, a new sport there, a new winter mm. sport with those things on. You know, the th- I'm discovering in a world. I mean, a lot of listeners will uh, attest to this, but I'm gonna wear glasses all the time. This uh, not glasses. Sorry, the uh, what am I, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, oh, lenses. Mask. No, mask. the mask. Oh man. It's this. I've because I've been working on so much in Scotland. I didn't really notice it, but this. Steaming up uh, is a bit of a pain. It is, isn't it? Like, but, you, uh, there's nothing worse than, you know, your glasses on, especially when it's cold and then you go into a, a warm environment and your glasses steam up at the best of time. But with a mask on... Man, do you ever run with glasses on? That's one thing I'm always fascinated to hear from, to run it, people who run with glasses on. Is that, what's that as an experience like? I mean, I run with shades, I suppose, same thing. I uh, I run with glasses now and again. It depends. You've got to, if you're going to, folks out, you know, I'm sure some of you will understand this, but my experience of glasses is good and bad. And my experience of contact lenses is equally the same. So let's start with contact lenses. What Number one, I remember doing a cross-country race and one of my contact lenses fell out and I couldn't, for the word, you know, the, the, the actual course, Andrew Douglas will, will know, you know, up in his neck of the woods, uh, good old Thurzo, the Thurzo cross-country, minimal uh-huh. markers on, on Moorland, the, the, the flags are like, you know, this tiny little, you know, pinky sized red and white uh, bit of bit of tape in the distance. And you had to like, you know, get to each one, uh, you know, like maybe 150 meters apart. But if you're uh-huh. short sighted like me and you've only got one contact lens and it's pissing and who who in a gale, it's impossible to see it. Uh, you know, it's like November, 2 p.m. It's pitch dark, essentially. So what uh, did you do? I got lost. That's what I did. <laughs> and then uh, I, I get saw lost the other guys. You get lost on a, on a bright day, though, mate. That's not a surprise. Well, there's that. I get lost in the running track, me, or even <laughs> on a treadmill. There's a few times I went off that treadmill going, where the fuck's it gone? <laughs> <laughs> I was 16, that is, though. Uh, and, and then, you know, that But my good experience about contact lenses is, like, the, the pros of, of wearing contact lenses. Well, the, the cons are, if you're doing that a long run or... You get sand in your eyes, grit in your eyes. Like when you rub, you it, it can be quite painful. And it, also, if it, if you get sweat as well, like dripping into your eyes, and if you have got contact lenses, that can cause some irritation. Um, mm-hmm. But the the, the 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 advantage of contacts for me is, you know, you stick them on, you can see everywhere. You know, you don't have to like, you know, bend, you know, point your glasses a certain way to see where you're going. Uh, so no, I, I, I'm a big fan of the contact lenses, and and also like if you're, you can also wear shades on top of contact lenses. Whereas if you've yeah. got just your normal glasses, you can't really. Well, I mean you can, but you look like a bit of a dafty, and you have to have a bit of rope behind your head, you know. Uh-huh. So, but glasses, like if you're gonna buy glasses, folks, make sure that you get ones. It, just go to the shop, try them on, and then just run about the shop, socially distance, of course. Uh-huh. Uh, and just you know, make make sure that they, they they don't bounce about, they don't jump about in your on your head, and uh, and you know, and if they fit good and they're not moving, 
uh, you know, Bob's young. Well, that was my question: was that if someone just like say they need to wear their glasses out running, do you, you, I guess you can just wear normal glass. You just wear normal glasses. You haven't got like running glasses, do you? I don't know. I mean, I've just got normal glasses, but I've got a designer pair. Uh, I'm wearing my. I'm actually wearing my running. These, I mean, these aren't really designer ones. These are like my every, you know, my in, indoor jobby glasses when no one's about. Uh, the, these are my glasses for Tommy and also for running. Uh, so not my fancy pants ones. Um, but yeah, I mean, these these, these are great. Uh, I wear these for running. They're not designed for running, but they, they're fine enough. Um, I, I, sometimes if if I get really, if I'm doing a session. They might start getting a bit sweaty. You know, the back of yours get a bit sweaty, and they might slide about. Your nose gets a little bit oily. So you, you, if you put a buff on or a hat on, that can keep your glasses in place as well. So, uh, other people and I, I, I see. Uh, I think you know Ben Huggins. He wears glasses a lot, um, and I think he's got a bit of rope. You know, behind behind his glasses. I could be wrong. I've seen a few people doing that. Um, so that that's another option, but. Yeah, I mean, I've, I don't really wear. I, I don't even know where you get running glasses like from. I don't. I don't know. Well, I, you know, I'm, I'm only. I'm interested because I've got like, I've, I've been thinking about getting a pair of prescription sunglasses just for because when I'm cycling in the summer, it's always nice to have. I'm always wearing glasses, and I thought, well, you know, I might as well get. Um, if I can get a pair that are prescription, why not? And then I thought, well, actually, I could wear them when I'm running as well in the summer. Although yeah. my my vision is poorest when it's low light so there's a right. you gotta treat yourself since you've got a wee uh promotion like you know? well, i said you say you say treat myself I, uh my that would be on my work healthcare package i'm i'm holding on to my my tightness there but um anyway very interesting uh interesting, uh, interesting show. well i've got well i mean if anyone knows where you get your running sunglasses uh, sorry running sunglasses that are pres- you know a prescription or just normal running glasses let us know you know give us a shout because we'll you know we'll we share might it with listeners them in the next podcast so you can all see us eh? absolutely <laughs> so Hi. this week it's another slightly light week listeners you know we're really struggling with this uh, where we feel like we're getting back down into a lockdown, but we, you know, in the when the thing, news started to drive a bit, but we do have a couple of cool things to talk about. We're gonna, it was the the Sri uh, Chimnoy Invitational 5K on the weekend in Fife, the Scottish Athletics uh, sort of pilot event they're calling it, which was great, really good field. We're excited. We're gonna chat about that. Killian had his 24-hour challenge, which we were previewing last week, where which is gonna be cool. And then uh, there's another couple of bits and pieces of news coming out of Scotland as well that we'll. We'll cover, but before we do that, Kyle, how is your how's your running going? My running's going like I'm I'm going I'm moving, so that, I suppose that's Step a start. Uh, nothing really, nothing much has changed since last week. Um, I haven't really done. You know, I'm still running. Like I've never stopped running. I've just, uh, I've just, I'm just taking it easy. You know. I'm I'm the same the same attitude. Maybe it's a bad a wrong attitude, but I'm just trying to just in, increase the long longevity of my running by just just taking it easy, biding my time, doing some maintenance work, doing some core, and just generally you know running between like four to to eight miles a a day, um, with the odd light session here and there. Um, I'm not wearing a watch at all. I'm not looking at my pace. I'm just Oh, wow. Sometimes I might put my phone on and just use that as a, a, a judgment, but I'm really just enjoying not 
not really going on Strava and, and not really like not really worrying about it, just using it as a way of just de-stressing. Like my goal at the moment is is really just keep kind of semi-healthy, keep semi-fit, but use running as a as a way of just just mental health, really. Cause it's pretty crap at the moment, eh? Like I don't know about you, but I mean, you know, this we're all we've all got our our demons and things, but like I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not struggling hugely, but certain areas of, of what I'm doing, I'm, I'm not struggling, but just finding it a bit tough and, you know, using running as a, as a bit of an outlet, you know? Yeah. Uh, I mean, just getting out there and just getting some fresh air and not worrying about any, you know, not getting all caught up in pace, not getting caught up in, I have to do this pace or I have to do this amount of reps. If I feel good, I'll, I'll maybe do a session. If I don't, I don't care. You know, I'll just do a nice, easy run. It's it's quite refreshing. It's quite, um, it's, you know, usually when you're in a plan, you're in a, you know, in a schedule, you really try and stick to it as much as you can. Obviously there's going to be dynamic changes here and there and you can, you can kind of improvise and um, adapt, but I'm quite, I'm finding it quite refreshing. And, uh, and yeah, just, you know, like, like we, we, we chatted about before, just looking at some, races out there that are potentially going to be on the calendar next year and mm-hmm. you know there's there's more chat about uh you know a vaccine a couple of vaccines coming into the uk and and you know we're starting next next week with getting folk on vaccines with you know we'll, time will tell us time will tell how well that goes and you know we might we might start to see a little bit of the norm but i don't want to predict that because I'm, I'm not an expert so <laughs> So yeah, so it's a bit of hopefully a bit of light in the end of the tunnel in terms of like maybe races will start coming I back. I think you're right about running and it's a it is a nice it's a it's a good escape. You know, it's a good escape to get out and get away from your desk. And yeah, I I think this locked I mean, I know we're not locked down as such, but um I say we, I'm not in Scotland right now, but um yeah, I know with the tiered system and essentially in some parts of Scotland that is essential lockdown, you know, at least we're up the five mile rule this time, but yeah, it's important to keep it keep it in, and it's. I find almost a flip to you. I'm not on a schedule right now, um, and I kind of wish I was. I really like the 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 sort of routine and rhythm of a, of a schedule, and I kind of like. And I, so I str- I'm someone who struggles to be like, should I go? What am I going to do today? And I go out, and you know, I either go out for something like super short, or I end up going out, and it feels okay, and I keep going. So I kind of feel like. I, I need to get back on the schedule. My knee's still not great, which is why I'm really I'm not. But I would like to really get back into a bit of a routine. Um, but in 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 either case, it's the same thing. It's it's nice to get that escape. It's nice to um to, yeah just to clear the head. And I think that one I don't know about most about listeners or, or you, but I know for me working at home uh, this year and I'm particularly now working at home just in a, like a single you know, room, apartment, apartment, essentially, until I get some accommodation here. It's like, I'm on my own. There's nobody, you know, I video call Fiona each night, but if I, I, I'll just sit and suddenly I'm like, oh, it's nine o'clock, I'm still working. So I kind of feel like it's difficult to escape work because you're yeah. kind of like, you're just there. And yeah. I think that it's important to really, like today at lunch, right? I was like, I kind of, I had, for the first time this week, I had a full hour clear in my calendar over lunch and I was like, oh, I'm going to run today. And it came to, came to 12 o'clock and I was like, oh, I can't be bothered. I'll just like go to the shop and get some lunch and stuff. 
And I was like, no, no, do it, go out. And I was so pleased I did it. I felt so much better for it. But it's just, it's that kick yourself sometimes to get out when it's not in habit. And I think when you're meeting groups and you're meeting mates, you're meeting your club, it, it helps. But for those who are not, and you're kind of just, it's just on you, that's, it can be quite difficult. Oh, absolutely. And and one thing, you know, you you, you actually have been able to, to get out and run, and I see you were you were out running on Sunday, uh, getting shown that was it Sunday, Saturday, or Sunday, a cheeky wee uh, sixteen miler. I see you were getting getting shown around by Jen. Jen, did she take you around Paris? I see she did. So do you know what? And then that so that is on a, on a more of a self fish thing. Running for me has been a great way to explore. We talked about this before that you want to see a city or get to know a city. Run. That's that's the best way. So I, right. I've been. It was great on the weekend, and again, I've got I've literally you can go out to shop or or mandatory shopping or essential shopping or or exercise or go to work. That's pretty much all you can do here. So, uh, I'm I've been taking full advantage of the three hours we've got. And on the weekend, I went for I went on a really cool run. I, I ran around some of the parts of Paris that were looking at apartments. So ran past the the apartments which was quite that we're looking at, which nice. was quite a good way. Good way to get a feel for as well. Areas. Sorry. Chapping everyone's door and say, I like Can I squat on it, please? <laughs> so I ran, so that was a really cool run because I ran from where we are, where I'm staying, just out at La Defense, which is on the sort of west side of Paris. I ran into Paris and then I went round, um, round through the, I mean, without, it's like the, the Arrondissement in Paris. I went through into the 17th and I cut down. Um, there's a cool park, um, Park Monceau, I think it's called, and there was really like loads of people lapping that park, quite a small park, but really cool lapping it. And I cut right. down to the um, down towards the Champs Elysees, and I ran, and this is a, it was amazing, like, really nice, beautiful blue sky, like I think it was in Scotland as well. Ran down the uh, down to the Champs Elysees, felt like I was like on some kind of running tour. Ran down the Champs Elysees through the the Jardin de Tuileries, which is sort of in front of the Arc de Triomphe and the Palais uh, de Louvre. Went all the way down to the Louvre, which was great. Really quiet. You dropped down onto the Seine, ran along the Seine to the Eiffel Tower, underneath, like round the back of the Eiffel Tower, continued on the Seine, crossed the Seine, cut back up through the 16th Arrondissement into, into the Bois de Boulogne, which is this amazing park. When you come over, mate, you're going to see it. It's great. Loads of trails, wow. loads of Loads of like, there's a park run there which I can't wait for it to come back, and then cut back down to the um, down to where we were, which was great. So really, I felt like, you know, it was it was weird. It's like sightseeing on my doorstep, you know. And I, it was one of those runs where I stopped more often than I should have to take pictures, but it was uh-huh. fun. So it was cool. Ah, oh, well, I'm looking forward to it. And have you found a club yet? So I think yeah. So I'm I think I'm going to join Stade Francais. Oh, um, your French is much better than that time you tried to finish <laughs> off the show. Uh, a couple few episodes, eh? Well, that's what happens when you go into the when you're in meetings and uh, <laughs> French. So I actually, you know, it was funny. Um, this is well, not- tell us about is this the uh, this the elite club? So yeah, so Stade Francais they're not that elite. I mean, they're just a regular club. They're track based, and so we're looking at living in a part of, just on the edge of Paris in a part a place called Nuit sur Saint. Um, and there's a there's an island on the Seine there, uh, Ile de Jatte it's called, and there's a track on there, uh, which is really nice. It's like got water either side of this track, um, really cool. Uh, anyway, they train there, so I'm gonna uh, I've been in touch, and the, the um, I, I'm probably gonna join. I'm not sure whether I don't think Fiona will, but I, I'd like to at least get an affiliation because one thing that was cool, someone was telling me that 
in France, you've got so you have the national French 10k champs, but yeah. to run in it, the top 20, you have to get top 25 at your regional championships to be able to co- qualify for it, which is great. I mean, that is. Can you imagine in Scotland we did something similar to that that you had to run like say there was like a northeast or a Grampian 10k and uh-huh. the top 25 could run at the Scottish champs creates that like you know it really creates a season around it. So I we said last week I'm probably going to shoot for 10k. So if that happens, my plan will be run the the, the regional which will be the Ile de France here. Run those, run that regional champs. Try and qualify for the national, which I think would be a bit of a reach for me. Fiona will make it, but for me it might be a bit of a reach. What do you think you have to run to get in? Uh, I think you have to run under 33 minutes, which I think I can get down to. I, I'm I was, I'm very confident I was in that shape before, but you know, ifs and buts, I need to get back to that shape um, and, and deliver. So we'll, we'll see. The calendar is not quite uh, firmed up. Yeah, I haven't seen it, but uh, yeah, so that was good. And then on Sunday, I did another run with uh, with the, uh, Jennifer Elvin, who used to run for Metro, um, friend of ours. And we went, met up with her and ran down to, there's a place called San Clou, which is just south of here. And it's got hills, mate. I couldn't believe it. I was like oh. suddenly running up bloody hills, and which is great. So it's good to know they've got really nice grounds to a sort of old uh, chateau down there. So it's really nice to, to know that there's somewhere I can go for a lumpy trail run. So yeah, good. Nice. So really a good, a good discovery on the weekend. Some good trails found. Um, I'm loving it. I'm loving it. And, and any any more ra- other races, ultra ones that you you want to, to let me know about? Or have we we exhausted that? No, so there, there are. Uh, so again, I checked on this as well, the, but it's different. So there, there's like there's a the French hundred k champs has an open. You can that's not like ten k. You don't need to qualify for that. So there's an open nature to that. So you could you could technically get an open uh, get a, a, a bib for that. Um, but you will, mate. Welcome to France. You're gonna to have to have a medical certificate to race. So that's my. And oh, actually, to join the club, I need to do that. The club insists that you have. The club insists that you take up a racing license as part of your membership. Fine, mm. I'm keen to get a racing license, which I think is amazing. You need to have a license to race. I know. So, it sounds so pro. It's you know, like you got a gun oh, or something. Yeah. Exactly. And but yeah. to get the license, you <laughs> to get the license, you need to have a. Uh, a medical certificate, and it, and if someone like you came over, you wouldn't need to get a license as such. You would just get, you could just send your certificate straight to the race organizer. So I, get, I hope to race a lot, so I'll just get a, get a license. Do you get like spot checks and like a, a chap in the door, you know, uh, and folk like check your check your license to to see whether or not you're you're legit? <laughs> I probably not. <laughs> but anyway, be good. So I'm, I'm anyway. We'll say that I'm probably not going to join a join the club till the next year but that's going to be fascinating joining a joining a club joining a club and and yeah rocking up yeah i like it well i'm glad you you know i'm glad you've found you're starting to you know get settled there tom that's uh it's good talking about getting settled um you know did you it's not really a a great segue but shoes have you settled with a new pair of shoes during black friday did you did you go crazy in the the the, the 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 sales the you know, sales that were obviously brilliant bar lots of amazing bargains to be had eh I didn't buy a single thing about I couldn't believe it like honestly I was, I intended to but the whole weekend just flew uh, by and then I was like oh bollocks I, I was like down I still like down, down by some of the there wasn't really any you no. know the, the the best bargain really was maybe some of the Nike the twenty five percent off I mean there was some yeah, some bargains, you know, like a bit. Another big shout out to Active Root for their 
buy one get one free bargains uh, galore yep. and they've got another uh, promotion coming out later on in the month that we'll chat about um, but yeah I was quite let down by uh, you know nothing I, I was hoping to get a, a good old you know pair of carbon plates for 50 quid <laughs> but nah you know I am um, yeah so I didn't order anything and I'm in this phase where I kind of you know again listeners I will probably sympathise I kind of just want to try a new shoe I've got no real rhyme or reason to run in anything different. I'm running in the React, uh, Infinite React still, which is great. I'd plod along in that. It's fine, nice and soft. I've got a pair of Pegasus Turbos that are pretty well-worn, but I throw them on occasionally. But I've really, I've just got this curiosity. I just want to try running in something new. So I'm, I thought about getting a Saucony Ride. Uh, I thought about going for the Adidas Ultra Boost. I, I, and I don't know what I want. I, I guess I want something that I can run in every day. So I'm looking for a neutral everyday mileage shoe. The New Balance 1080s, kind of high on my list but i didn't see any deals on it so listeners do you know let's listeners drop us a note on the email or twitter or our facebook page and let us know what would your what is your like rave go-to mileage shoe just a, a shoe to throw on i would say the caveat is i don't want a, an absolute brick i want something that i've been running in and i can run if i feel sprightly i can pick it up a little bit but it's still not it's not like a flat or or anything so yeah let me know um I guess the, the difficulty is I struggle to get into an Adidas shoe. I find them a little bit narrow for me, but I can try anything. I'd love to. I'm a big fan of these of shoe companies who are true shoe companies, who make, sorry, true running companies who only do running gear. I, I've got a lot of respect for them. So I'd love to get, in, get into a Saucony shoe, a Brooks shoe, a Hoka shoe. So yeah, let, hit us up. Let me know. Have you ever had a pair of Hokas? Do you know, I had a pair of Clifton's years ago yeah. and I didn't like them. No. No. But I've heard that that was like the, I can't I think it was maybe like the Clifton Five and I think it was like it was it was not considered to be a, a vintage year for Clifton. Wow, well, I'm I'm a bit uh, you know I do I do like the Hoka's, uh, but you know it's the, some in some rate sometimes I don't like I like just having a shoe that I feel like I'm I'm with the ground you know like mm. a Hoka is quite a big clumpy shoe you don't yeah. really feel it it's uh, but it's it's great you know for just easy runs and things like that. But, the, you know, some of the racing shoes are, are pretty decent as well. It just all depends on what, you know, how, how you run and, you know, what you like. It's so, it's so many vari variations of shoes now. You know, it's not just the one size fits all anymore. You know, your Adidas are quite narrow. Your Hoka's are quite big and, you know, clumpy and, uh, you know, big stack height. I mean, ultras as well. You know, your Ultras are a 0% yeah. drop uh, from the heel to the forefoot. And, you know, they're quite splayed out as well. They've got this, like, kind of, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, uh, like a white toe box. Yeah, white toe box. Um, it's, like, kind of bio made to fit. I can't remember the name of the word I'm looking for here, but it's probably not that hard to, to explain. But, yeah, I, I like a pair of the Ultras. Uh, another pair, of I, I quite enjoy them. Um, I know Maybe Grant Sheldon, can... he's a big big fan of the Ultras. Is he? Interesting. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's funny, you know, when he did that, uh, what was the race we did? Oh, in Tilly. December. Yeah, like, he was wearing his Ultras, everyone else is in these, like, massive Nike Alpha yeah. Flyer or yeah. Next Percents, you know, and Grant just smashes everyone out. Well, I mean, he was second that day, but still a sub-30 performance, you know? So that was quite interesting. On yeah. on that subject, and I guess that's maybe a, a, a cheeky little transition onto results, when... Yeah. So the Scottish 5K of the weekend, I was looking at some of the photos from Scottish Athletics and you, great result. Well, just in a minute, we'll jump to it. But 
a field full of it's really interesting now everybody wears either a, a, a Vaporfly slash uh, Next Percent or a Adidas Adi Zero. I mean, it's like, it's just the whole field. And that's at 5K. And even if you rewind, I'm not, and oh, they obviously do a good job. But if you were, and they're suitable for that distance, but if you rewind three years, at first it was like, oh, this is a marathon shoe. It's all about the cushion. But now there's obviously like, I mean, there's no doubt there is a performance benefit to it. I don't know, none of us are denying that. Um, I'm, I'm completely comfortable with it being like that, but it's amazing that everyone is wearing it. I mean, everyone's wearing that type of shoe now. I mean, does anyone, anyone realistically, right? Does anybody not race? Anyone, does anyone seriously, anyone serious, sorry, not race in a shoe like that? I mean, I've got a photo up here in front of me and I can see, so at the front of the page, Ben Greenwood looks to be in a pair of Adidas Euro Pros, Chris Jones, uh, the next percent, Jamie Crow, Adidas Euro, uh, Ali Hay, Vaporfly, who else have we got in there? Johnny Glenn, I can't see his feet. Uh, Ryan Thompson looks to be in, uh, I guess that's a Vaporfly. I mean, it's it's like, it's unreal. It really is unreal. <laughs> You'd be daft not to really, wouldn't you? you know, totally agree, but I totally agree. You want a race like that, you, you may as well just level yourself with the playing field, regardless if you're a big, you know, if you're a fan of the shoe or not. I mean, unless you're like, you know your miles better than everyone else. Level yourself out, eh? You know. You know, I saw someone. And there's nothing against. You know, there's nothing against the rules. So you may as well just. You know, if you can't beat him, join him, eh? I totally agree. But you know, I saw someone. It was someone in the men's field. I can't remember. Was put up some tweet about how they're in vapor flies and not next percent. Oh, when anyone makes that argument, I roll my eyes. The difference is marginal at best. I mean, don't get. Surely it's a better shoe than next percent, but. It's not if you get if somebody beats you in an next percent compared to a Vaporfly, I'm really not having that. Is that's the shoe? That, <laughs> no, the difference no. is smaller than having the oh, difference I, of a good day and a bad day. I think exactly. Um, yeah, I mean at the end of the day, you know, there's there's that. If everyone's in the same, almost in the same shoe, that although you know, again, not not knowing all the facts, and I don't think everyone does, but there's there is a I think there's like a variation in in how much a shoe improves someone's performance compared to the the other person so i could wear an x percent and get a mass you know maybe a smaller improvement in terms of my time my 10k time than than you would for example so you could end up running and, and it, you would you would get a bigger improvement yeah so it's it's all that, well yeah that's when you get to, into the whole ross tucker debate yeah. about um what's the word i'm looking for people who are yeah like not enablers, but the one people uh, responders and non-responders. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. We're, we're not going to go into that, but no, yeah, we're not. Hey, I'm a, mate, I'm a convert. I, the last time I raced was in a pair of next percents, and the next time I race will be in a pair of uh I don't know, endorphin pros or an ID zero. I'll definitely wow. I'm I'm a complete convert. I just yeah. thought it was it really was quite even a year ago you didn't have a complete field, but now it really is complete. Um but speaking of the field, so the results so Sorry, two elite fields, totally elite. Yeah, I mean, so 25 in each, uh, or no, 29 in the men's field, 26 in the women's field. Fee actually had an, an invitation to this, she declined because she's she had a bit of a niggle, and I just think hitting up 5k is not the she didn't think it was the best thing, which is which is which is correct when you've got a niggle. But, um, so if we start with the women's side, the race was in Fife, it was at Loch Elliott. There's a dedicated cycling circuit, which is cool. So, Scottish Athletics, uh, and Sri Chimnoy run and become. Kudos to them for making it happen on that circuit, you know, COVID safe and all that, for want of a better word. 
I assume, you know, not a public place. Um, in terms of the results, so it was a win for Annabelle Simpson in sixteen twenty eight, which is a, which is only three seconds off two three seconds off her PB actually, which is which is impressive. Uh, Naomi Lang, uh, Aberdeen and Edinburgh Uni was second in sixteen forty four, which is a PB. Naomi's on the twenty three as well. Rebecca Johnson, uh, Edinburgh Uni was third in sixteen thirty five. Um, going, let's just go back down. And just shout out a few more. Uh, Morag Miller, great to see her on the comeback. Um, Having had a baby uh, just this year, she was uh, fourth in 16.53, which is amazing. That's a cracking time, eh? Incredible. Her comeback. That's a great, great comeback. She's get that time. Like time having a baby at the perfect time. Within a year, isn't it? It's amazing, yeah. What the Very impressive. And that, so uh, we expect her to come back. Obviously, she's a sub-16 girl, so she'll, she's got time to find. And then going back a couple more, some Northeast athletes, Megan Keith, who we know yeah. well, under 20 in Vernes, she ran a PB of 17 flat. And then Jenny Bannerman and Vanessa as well was sixth in 17-12, uh, um, which is uh, actually a season's best for Jenny. I guess she's not racing. You know, I'm, di- I'm looking at the field, the women's field. I mean, obviously, it's an elite field. I mean, there's some cracking names in there all the way, you know, all the way through uh, into the top, the whole field. You know, you've got, uh, you've obviously got Kaylee Jarrett there. Um, and, you know, it's not, I don't think that's one of her best performances, but... Again, it's just great to see her. You know, some of these girls still, still, you know, just ticking along during lockdown. And you know, it's it's great that there's been a race like this because some folk, some folk will just want to race. You know, regardless of where they are, where they're at in terms of performance, and there isn't really much to to lose or gain really at the moment, is there? Absolutely, just a measure and. Um, but yeah, I, I'm impressed by the the depth of the women's field. It's it's great to see that, um, and it's not even like a you know it's not a Scottish champs. It's just an invitational 5k, but it's well yeah. enough to be the sort of. But you know, when let's be honest, mate, when you line up at that, that's a that's a field like that. I know it wasn't the champs, but anyone racing that, that's you won't get right. a better field than that to race. No, no, not at all. Not in Scotland anyway. Not in Scotland, yeah. like that. And then the, we had the you know the, the last bit, not least the men's field, and again it's just absolutely stacked. Uh, I I would like to know what the standard was to get in. Good question. Sub fifteen or sub fourteen forty five or. I would say sub fifteen because if you look at the back, Ben Greenwood, who was who was. You must have you must have boiled at the end. Didn't well, you? I'm not putting this. I'm not saying that in any dis. He just was last. That's what it was. But yeah, so yeah. Ben last in fifteen nineteen, which actually is a PB for him. I don't. I mean, um, I don't know a huge much about Ben. Actually, he's, he's, that's he's, not his usual thing. And he's then he's more than capable of doing that. I think you know. I mean, he's 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 a he's a short distance specialist, but he's he's been well up in the cross country, uh, in in, in a, the longer distance. So you know, yeah, no, no, not sure what happened there. But, but anyway, uh, so what I'm saying is, I guess that yeah, probably. Probably, yeah, we would think like maybe fifteen thirty would be the standard, or maybe it was invitational based on discussions with coaches. I don't know. So yeah, maybe yeah, that's why we didn't get an invite then, Tommy. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> I just assumed I wasn't getting an invite because I was in France. Uh, I'm sure that was it. I, I, I was waiting, you know, waiting for the post. Yeah. Nothing came over. Nothing came round, eh? You so know, they, they, would have, they could hold a sea race, and I wouldn't get an invite. <laughs> no, hey. You never know. You never know. When you come back, uh, you know, after your French lessons, who knows what you're going to be like. It's either going to go one way or the other. Eh? Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> anyway, back to back to the main event here. 
Johnny Glenn, what a great run he had. Um, yeah, I was quite surprised, you know, looking at the results. I would have thought uh, lockdown's done weird and wonderful things to us all. But, uh, you know, Johnny Glenn got the win, 14 6 Picked uh, Jamie Crow for, for the for the win, uh, 14 8 for Jamie, a couple of seconds behind. Chris Jones, 14 10. You know, both runners, uh, you know, Chris Jones is a 13 40 odd. Uh, I think Jamie's what thirteen fifty for the five k on the road. Uh, Chris has ran thirteen forty five on the track, so you know for Johnny Glenn to beat those two guys is is a fantastic run from him. Uh, and I don't know what the course was like. Was it a fast day? Was it or was it I mean, slow? Or was it for me? When you look at those results, there's a lot of PBs in there, and there's a good field. So I, I think, I think it might. I think it might be roll. I've I've driven past that circuit. I've never run on it. It looks rolling, but I don't. I think it might be one of those quick rolling courses. But again, I haven't actually spoken to anyone who ran, so I can't really no. comment. I did watch the finishing video. Um, it looked like there was a little bit of a climb up. Um, but yeah, what was up? What, was doing on that? Well, I mean, one thing I'm going to say is like you know that's your top three there. I mean, Sean Chalmers. I was watching him at the uh, the track um, a couple of weeks ago, and he was just you know him and Michael Ferguson were just flying flying around uh, the, the 3K loop doing a qualifier for the the Scottish short course, I think it was. That oh, never, yeah. Fortunately. And, you know, they I think they ended up, what, 8.30, 8.28 for the 3K, you know, just nice and easy going round together. And, you know, I think, uh, who, who put two at the post? I'm not sure. But it was... Sean's, a, Sean's class. Really top class athletes. And one thing, interestingly, Tom, you know, I, I, I'm looking back through the years when I looked at these results. And I remember, you know, maybe five, six years ago, you're winning time in the, you know, the, the invitation, you know, the, the, the Scottish 5K champs. You were looking around about the 14.30, 14.25, 14.30 uh, and, wow. and get you the win for, you know, the national title for the 5K. Now, you know, obviously things have changed, you know, shoes maybe have a factor, play a factor, but I, I still think even without the shoes is a big, is a big improvement with, 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 you know, potentially, certainly the top four guys anyway, or top three, Johnny, Jamie and Chris to run those times isn't just shoes. Um, oh, absolutely not. And, and, and it is interesting, you know, you've got top 10 or, or 14, 30 or quicker, whereas like, and even like your top, 27 runners are under 15 minutes. That's amazing. 27 runners under 15 minutes. And, uh, you know, that would never happen a few years ago. You would have maybe, if you got sub 15, you would maybe get in the top 15, uh, top 10. But, yeah, it's times have changed big time now, eh? So, uh, yeah, interesting to see those different results there. But, yeah, great, great results. And and also, like, uh, you know, I did, I, I started looking at some power 10 just through the years and I just thought it'd be quite interesting since we're, we're running out of stuff to say, you know, like, mm-hmm. so I, I, what I did was um, I thought we'll use the 10 K as an example. So I'm going to start with the men from 2020. You know, that what are the, the rankings for, I know it's, it's a funny year, um, but your, your, your top, your top five, let's, well, let's go for the top three. So who do you think's got the, the, the fastest 10 K in Scotland this year, men. Oof, the fastest ten k in Scotland, men. Uh, that is, a, I would say, uh, Adam Craig. 
What time do you think he ran? Uh, what's Adam run? 28.50? I don't even see him on the thing. He's not there. Anyway, Callum Hawkins has run a 28.02, which was a PB this year. Wow. I don't oh, even that was the start of year, was Valencia, it? wasn't it? Yeah, that's right, yeah. So he's got 28.02 the, the PB run that year. Derek Hawkins, 29.26 for second. And Sean Chalmers, 30.46, eh? The third place. So, uh, and that was in Nairn. And yeah, that's your top three. So obviously, you know, that's a big, there's not that many races this year. Um, and then your 2019 results, you've got Andy Butcher, 28.28. Adam Craig, which is maybe what you're thinking of in 2019. Uh, 28.54 and then who the, who's Roger Pullman apparently he's a Scot <laughs> I've never heard of him he ran a 29.10 I've, I've never heard of this boy but he's uh, apparently he's a Scot which is okay. to me um, but yeah that's your that's your top three then 28 minutes three three runners on, under 29 minutes in 2019 2018 you had uh, where are we 2018 Again, one you've got Luke Trainer twenty eight thirty twenty nine oh three. Right, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I've been meaning to say this for weeks. What's going on with Luke Trainer? Is Luke Trainer like? Is he still on a ban? I don't know. Like, is he? Are we gonna see him back, Luke? If you listen, <laughs> um, I, I I don't know. I mean, we. He's been on the show. Like, it was great when he came on an interview. Uh, obviously, we weren't that impressed with the fact that he's out taking coke. That's you know. Anyway, whatever that's on him. He's he's mm. uh, he's going to serve his time, I'm sure. Although, um, anyway, so yeah, what's going on with him? Because he, I mean, regardless of what you know, his, you know, his what he does in his spare time with his mates, he's, he was he was running at a serious standard and a serious talent. Is he is is he doing? Is he saying anything on Twitter? You know, I think he's a uh, Twitter man. I don't think so. Not, has he gone all silent or? I don't know if I follow him on Twitter, and, no. and I follow him Strava, but I don't see him. Yeah. So and doing anything. So anyway, if anyone knows, that'd be interesting. To be, um, to be fair, though, I mean, you know, be, uh, whatever he's done, you know, like, I mean, again, what he serves his time, just get back into running. You know, he's he's a he's a fantastic talent. Um, just a just a silly thing to do, eh? Uh, silly boy. You know, to to run a twenty eight thirty in twenty eighteen is what a time. So yeah, we need we need some of these guys back in the sport. Serve your time and get back into it. Uh, again, it's we don't want to go into the logistics of it all, but from what it seems, Coke isn't a performance. Does it get? Has it got a performance benefit? I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know. Who knows, but. I don't know. Anyway, um, I guess. Uh, yeah, to you, so just to kind of go to your point then, because I think you're right, it's an interesting exercise. Let's do the same. If we look at... Um... The women. Yeah, go on. Let's I've see got the we... women, yeah. So, yeah, 2020, Ailish McCogan's got your, the, the, the quickest time, 32.20, Steph 12, 33.38, and Steffi, Ste, Steffi, Stephanie Pennycook, 34.30. Uh, your 2019 is... 31.48, Ailish again, 31.55, Steph 12, 32.03, Beth Potter. There's a lot, you know, yeah, there's a lot more depth in 2019 as as there is also in, yeah, in the men's, I mean, uh, obviously with COVID. And then in 2018, you've got some some good times there, 31.50, 32.07, 31.50, 31.50, 31.50, 31.50, 31.50, 31.50, 31.50, 31.50, 31.50, 31.50, 31.50, 31.50, 31.50, 31.50, 31.50, 31.
Ailish, Beth, and Steph 12 again, 32-34 as well by Steph 12. So, again, yeah, just so much depth. Uh, Speaking of depth, I, I think, you know, I, what I'd like to do, though, is uh, is to see, like, a gr- I don't know if anyone, I'm sure Scottish Athletics have done it, surely. Like, you know, some of these distance events, like, just a, a graph or, or some, the trend in the last sort of decade of, performances in some of these sports or certainly the distance sports is what we're interested in uh, just to see what all the improvements are because I think it must be quite staggering to see like you know certainly even the depth of I don't know how you would do that but I'd imagine you would just go in power 10 and plot I mean someone anyone can do that really plot all the, the you know the top 20 performances year on year uh, for the last 10 years in a, some sort of graph and uh, and all the different distances, and we can have a chat about it. But or even sure interestingly, if I've got some time in the weekend, I'll maybe I can always. I might look at that. Eh? Look at that. We've uh, so yeah. So that's uh, that's some interesting information for you there. Um, so well done, Scottish Athletics. Then getting that ahead, and I know they're calling it a pilot event, but it's great to see. We've seen races across, you know, races like that, fast five k's, invitational only. We've seen them across Northern England. We've seen them in in Wales, you know, in Northern Ireland. So it's really, really great to see that coming. Um, and I've actually, a bit of news that I was going to share, I was going to save until later, but I will, I'll mention it now, actually, is that this weekend is the short course cross country at Schoon Palace, which I'd forgotten that was, that was on the calendar. Um, so that is, there's a, events in the morning for under 13, under 15, under 17. And then the afternoon there's a separate event for a small number of men and women I don't actually know the field. And actually, do you know what I'm sure? I, I thought it was, um, is it juniors only though? I, I, is that what I thought? Was? No, no, there's a, let me show you the it's actual. Yeah. So, but the guess, the, the problem we face now is that if you're in tier four, you can't, um, you can't line up. So, yeah, that's a bit difficult. Uh, so, yeah, I've got the start list here for uh, senior men, senior women. So, in this, uh, Darn it. Maybe it's just, maybe it's just, uh, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's just uh, juniors then. Sorry, I beg your pardon. There's a under 17 list. No, I think you're right. There's I no start there's list. Small, um, there's a small number of elite, elite rate runners. Um, I don't know who they are like. I but... was based on the virtual 3K, wasn't it? That's right. Anyway, I can't see the start list is online, but there's no senior athlete names yet on the list. So we'll, sorry, listeners, if we see it this week, we'll share it. Um, if not, we'll talk about it next week. They're keeping it, they're keeping it um, behind closed doors, eh? And you know, while I continue the reshuffle of the order of the show this week, while we're on the, on the subject of, of performances and standards, so Scottish Athletics this week announced the standards for Birmingham 22, which is the Commonwealth Games. So we will focus on, on our side, you know, we're distance running, so we'll focus on that. So 5K, women, 15.46 is a standard. 10,000 metres, women, 32.35 is a standard. Marathon, 236.49 is the standard. On the men's side, 5,000 metres, 13.40 is the standard. 10,000 metres, 28.11 is the standard. And for Marathon, 215.12, which is... So what's really interesting is that is... there's There's a fair bit slower than the Olympic standards that the athletes are facing for for next year. But it really, which is which is good because it obviously Scotland go to the Commonwealth as their own nation. So there's a real, really, in two ways, it really opens up opportunities for Scottish athletes. So I think, uh, yeah, it'll be really interesting. Two thirty six and two fifteen. I think you might get 
I think you could probably get four or five Scottish uh, athletes under the under that mark at the marathon. 10,000, 28, 11. I'm on, I only think Callum or that's that, that's Adam Craig would run that. Like, is the Scottish record not 28 flat? 28 or two, is it? Like, 10,000, I don't know. I need to check. But that, yeah. is, that is super. Callum's got that now, isn't he? I think he has. You think Butcher would run it, but you assume Butcher will look at 5,000, which is 1340. That'll be a walk for him. He'll, he'll walk that. Women, 1546. There's quite a few. I think, I mean, we talked about, you know, take Morag, she's run 1549, I think. I'll tell the... you what, I mean, that's, you know, when did she was at the commies, what, 10 years ago, was it? Oh, that would be incredible, yeah. 12 years ago. God, imagine she gets, there you go, Morag. There's a, nah, let's not put a pressure on her. No, no, that was still two <laughs> years coming back. Christ. But anyway, yeah. so the win- so the window for marathon is from the first of January twenty one through till the twenty eighth of February twenty twenty two, and then for all other events, the window is from the first of March twenty twenty one through till the fifteenth of June twenty twenty two. So, if you are a listener who is quick, uh, there there you go. That's what you you need to do. So maybe that's just come out this week. So maybe in a future t- a future episode, we'll we'll maybe do some uh, uninformed speculation about who we think is going to make it. Well, I better get my, my marathon shoes back on, get close, start hitting that 215. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, well, that, that's good information. Talking about, like, you know, reshuffling and the, our, our standards, um, are you going to apply for the Scottish Athletic CEO? <laughs> Do you know what, right? And I, I, this is not because I was, you know, this, I, you and I, that's it. I was just nosy. I read the job uh, description. I had a look at it. Uh-huh. I, was quite, I just and it's really uh, it's interesting. It's it's obviously a big position, but are you going to do it? Are you going to apply? No, of course I'm. Not. Conflict though, for Come us. Come on, man. We can't be the CEO and just. Uh, I'm just taking a job here, mate. <laughs> I've just got a new job. It's a. Uh, do you know how I think I, I would? I'm going to put money in now. At some stage in the next twenty years, I think Mikey Wright will be either a chair <laughs> or CEO of Scottish Athletic. <laughs> You know, I would. That's I mean, he's, uh, maybe that's why he's standing down from from running. He wants to become the CEO. You know, I would really like. I think the things that are happening at Scottish Athletics now is, are great. Um, it would be cool to see someone in, inside the organisation. Uh, I mean, there's some great people in there. You know, uh, uh, Colin Hutchison. You know, uh, is a is someone who's, do, who's done a great work in development. Clearly, when you look at what's going on, and I've always been impressed in the dealings we've had with Colin. Um, you know, on the event side, Ali Love does a good job. You know, we've seen the Scottish events in the last five, ten years have really, or last five years, say, have really come to a strong standard. National, such a big day. We've got, you know, some, um, you know, night of the ten thousands and all these things that are happening in Scotland is really cool. Um, I think, uh, yeah, I think it's uh, there's some. It'll be interesting to see. I'll be very interested to see if there's anyone in, internally there who goes for it. So, it's obviously massive shoes, massive, massive shoes to fill, though. Aye. Replacing Mark, uh, who's done, who's been such a great leader. A little bit of a lump in your throat, eh? Yeah, that's, uh, that's sad. But we've got David Ovens coming in as chairman. That'll be cool. We, yeah. uh, David has already we'll confirmed that the show, he's show as well, eh? Soon. Yeah. And, and and we need to catch up with Ian about his new role. I've, I need, we need to find out what he's, you know, what, what, what his new role's all about as well. Absolutely. Yeah. And Mark, actually. It'd be good to Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. So yeah, let's let's get them on and see what. Maybe we should reshuffle. Maybe we should get like maybe we should change out one of us TRS. You know, it's just to mix it up a bit. Let's get. Uh, we often <laughs> talk about getting like a random listener to come on to. Ah, oh, I know. We've had a lot of co-hosts actually. We pretend we know what we're talking about, but 
we really don't. That's the. <laughs> that's it. That well, really let's uh, you know. Let, let's kind of swerve it onto you know continuing about running. But uh, you know, Killian Journey was doing many swerves around the running track, apparently for twenty four hours. But uh, it didn't. It didn't go the way. The way the way he wanted it. The way right. Can I just say, you of all people must have sympathy for him. Oh, well, no, I don't. I mean, you've gone through almost. I mean, I, I just mean in the sense of a well-publicized attempt. Yeah, that's true. Didn't yeah, make yeah. The time. But you know what? The choice. I think the I had the choice. Well, I had the choice to do my one, right? But I, I actually think you know maybe I'm wrong, but Killian, I think he was pushed to do this by Salomon. Mm. You know, the the main the main thing about this this race was what well, I don't think personally I don't think it was about Killian. I think it was about his. It was about Salomon becoming relevant. Yeah, but so I, you know, I think it's all about you know what Nike have been doing, and you know, Hoka to an extent did a um, they did that was a hundred k they did a fifty mile attempt, which is great, you know, fantastic thing to do, great publicity. There's bugger all happening anyway, um, but I think he was pushed into that, and, and he was injured. He, he did that ten k, that sub thirty ten k, uh, and then he got injured, and then you know a couple of weeks later he's lining up to do a twenty four hour event. That's not a great prep, is it? And and also like, he's in Norway. It's minus yeah, the... running in minus something for twenty four hours, and there was snow on the track. That's not that's not great. Like, it's not great. It's it's not great prep for. But I think you know, I'm I'm I don't know. You know, I just find it a little bit bizarre how, and that that twenty four hour world record is a big attempt. You know, it's a big world record to do. So you know what's uh, really interesting, right? And I, this is a. Uh... The listener who got in touch with us, we're not going to name him just to protect him, but we haven't replied to you. So thank you for giving us this information. Really interesting. A listener who works in the sort of running industry and has a lot of connections. He is, he is uh, he's saying that allegedly, wink, wink, as he says, Norwegian tracks are super soft. And allegedly that's at the request of the, uh, the powers that be over there. And that there's a world, and I say assuming, uh, sorry, apparently, I'm not, this is just word of mouth we're hearing, that the world athletic requirement is for tracks to be between 0.8 and 2.5 millimetres deformation under load. If it's above that, so basically the track would deform sink, I suppose, by more than 2.5 millimetres, then that is, it's considered soft. Um, now, I don't know, and, the, and our contact, our spy in the camp, doesn't say whether it's technically illegal. I, I need to do some more research on this. But there, the, the feedback there is, if you were doing a 24-hour race, a 100-mile track race, and you wanted it easier on your joints, you know which country you'd run it in. So that's really interesting. And it made me think, have we not seen some... I mean, it's, I would love to see standards of track, because I've always been amazed by this fast track notion. I mean, remember they said London 2012 was, was a fast track for sprinters. because it Monaco. Then you've got Monaco is, like, known to be fast. What makes a fast track? And I didn't realise that you could have, I mean, deformation between 0.8 and 2.5 millimetres, that's quite a lot, that's quite a big spread, actually. Combine that with your, your shoes as well, that's, uh, but I mean... Along the track, yeah. you shouldn't be wearing those, by I the mean, does, it, does it, after a point, though, if you're doing an ultra like that, does it really matter what's on your feet? 
yeah, I, I, I totally agree. I think they, I think, it, I think it, it will make an, uh, particularly the cushioning will make a uh, help. So that's where the track will really help you there, um, mm-hmm. because it's not like you're not looking at pace. You're not looking at, I don't, you're really looking at protecting your 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 body. Um, I, yeah, and I think to be honest, though, anyway, regardless of all that, a my main thoughts on it are I'm not surprised about. I, I really didn't. I, I don't think I thought. I didn't think he was going to make it. Um, but I'm also not surprised that he didn't like run for 24 hours and miss it. I'm, and he dropped out. I mean, I know he, he's apparently he was ill and dizziness, as you say. I hear, well, I'm sure he was. Yeah. But, well, here's what he had to say. I was speaking to him uh, last week. Hey guys, I want to tell you that I'm home and I'm okay now. I have been overnight in the hospital. Actually, the race was going well at the beginning. I was feeling good, uh, some up and down, some small pains in the knee or in the feet or in the, on the body, in the legs, but that's normal for, for these long races. So I was really expecting forward to, to go to this uh, last uh, half of the race where everything happens. But uh, suddenly I, I got two to big uh, chest oppressions, like a very um, sharp pain, and, and I felt very dizzy and, uh, and um, exhausted just after that. So, um, so I needed to, to stop uh, the, the medical. It was a doctor in the track that came to help me and then the ambulance, and they thought that it was better to go to the hospital where I, I ran some more tests. And they said that it's uh, nothing too serious to worry about, but uh, that it would be good to, to run some more tests to, to know what, uh, what happened. And um, I want to, to tell you that I'm, I'm very thankful to all the people that has been working on this. Uh, first to, to my sponsor, Salomon especially, that uh, when I came to the idea that I wanted to do this 24-hour run because I, I like to, to explore myself, so uh, when I came to the idea to them, they, they were very supportive and they said, okay, we will organize it. And then to the Mondalen Club that uh, they have done an amazing job to, to make it possible. They did uh, great to ensure that uh, we could run with the difficult conditions we had. Uh, conditions weren't perfect, of course, it was a bit colder than expected, but uh, it was okay. I would say like it was, for runners, it was, um, it was fine. I think it was much more challenging for the organizers that they needed to like put salt on the track so we could keep running all the time. So uh, yeah, I, uh, I wanted to give a better show and I wanted first myself to, to try to push um, harder, but uh, it wasn't like that that time. Hopefully in the future it will be better. For the moment it's time to rest a bit and, and to start thinking about the next projects. And 24 hours are still on the, on the list for sure. Brilliant, thanks for that, Kelly. <laughs> So yeah, so, I got yeah, up with and, uh, okay. I forgot. I forgot to say he did mention, um, you know, that it was uh, it, it was actually his his idea, apparently. His uh, idea for the, the orgasm twenty four. There you go. Eh? <laughs> Sorry, phantasm twenty four. One one thing I'm going to say is good on him for trying something different. You know, like you know, there's he, he, at least he's doing something out of his comfort zone, and you know, I've got a lot of respect for that because anyway, <laughs> I'm sure you do. Do you know what I think? What I feel right now is if I'm a, if I'm like a, please don't take offense for this. If I'm a legit 24 hour runner right now and someone like your, some of the Scottish guys who know, we know well, or there, I'm you know, got even like local top guys like uh, Dave Andrews, these guys now must be sitting back and going, that's two, two pretty, two big dogs. Kyle Gregg, <laughs> Billy Jorney have had a, a crack. And, a and I'm sure they're, I'm sure these guys are thinking, yeah, do you know what lads? 
not that straightforward. You, you can't just... Aye. You know, oh, aye. Can't just have your cake and eat it, eh? Exactly. But I, I, think, I agree. Kelly, I, learned, though, I learned so much about myself. And I'm looking forward to doing a 24-hour event at some point. I'd like to see you do it on the track. I was on the track today. Bloody hell, man. Like, fucking hell. 100 miles on a track. You know, 24 hour chat, boy. Yeah. I, mean, I was on a treadmill for 18 of it. So, you know, it can't be that bad. That, but, exactly, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I think the yeah, and I think... Yeah. Anyway, that's maybe you. It's good. I'm glad to hear you haven't got unfinished business out. So. I oh no no I'm I'm hungry for more at some point. Just not sure when. When the so, opportunity arises, I'll pounce. Good. Speaking I'll start of hungry, like a demon again. Ripped to shreds. I will. I'll be ripped. I look forward to it. This uh, strength regime I'm currently doing. Wow. You never mean some windswept. Uh, you know some windswept bottles. Still got a few in the the box from the space side way. I need to keep howling down myself. Before, uh, no. Anyway, we'll, we, hungry, um, Kyle, Kyle's starting to wolf down his dinner, so we we better start to wrap this up. Two things then to close with uh, before we go to TRS run the week. First, upcoming races. So as we mentioned, it's the Schoon Palace uh, short course cross country this weekend. So good luck to anyone who's going to run that. We look forward to capturing it next week. And the other thing is the shorts order is placed. So stand yes. by your emails. Those of you who have emailed, those of you who have ordered, we will be sending you a. We don't have a fancy web shop, so it's a manual job. But over a hundred people have uh, have bought shorts, so we will, over the course of the coming week, send you out a confirmation. Just so you've got a record from us, um, and uh, as and when we get notification from Ron Hill when they're going to deliver, and then we we're then going to dispatch out to you guys. We'll let you know. So um, thank you, thank you, thank you to everyone who ordered. That's amazing, and I'm super. I think we're both super excited to see some Scottish guys and girls kicking about in tartan running short shorts. Next oh year. yeah, it's gonna be great. And, you know, I'm. Uh, I need to place my order so too. I've, you know, uh, so I've ordered, I've ordered eight, which and I've and I've paid for eight because. Uh, so I, I know as a fact none of my like uni mates, they they're not runners, so they're they're not listening to this, so they're all getting a they're all getting a a pair of tartan running shorts, um, <laughs> which I, which is they're probably just it's like glorified boxes. No, it's not a face mask. <laughs> <laughs> TRS run of the week, Kyle. What do you reckon? Oh, I'm right. I'm, I'm torn gonna, between I'm gonna give it jointly. I'm going to give it jointly to um, well, jointly winners of the five k. You choose one. I'll, you choose one. I'll choose another. Then Johnny Glenn. I think that's a great run from him. Uh, I've always found he runs. You know, no disrespect to his running style. He runs uh, unique. Unique. He looks strong when he runs. Yeah, he's strong. Eyes. Nice. Powerful lad. Like, yeah, you know. I just he just doesn't look like he can run that fast. So very dece- deceptive, um, but yeah, impressed by his awesome run uh, and beating some two stellar athletes, Jamie Crow and uh, and Chris Jones. So, well, so who that. my my uh, I was going to go for slightly different, uh, same race, but I was going to go for, and it was really struck me looking at the list right of all these people, so many young whippersnappers, so many. That, but Ali Hay. Ali Hay. Ali Hay, sixth place, 1423. Ali Hay doesn't age and Ali Hay doesn't go away. He is like, <laughs> I'm guaranteed, right? I'm, if you take like Scottish 5,000 meter championships 10 years ago, I would boot a bet. On, in fact, I'm going to pull it up now while I speak about it. I'm pretty sure Ali Hay will be ranked somewhere in there. He's Why? Like, right, here we go. 2010. 
Scotland five. Oh damn, it's going to go there. Five k, five thousand on track. Give me a second. I'm going to pull up out here now. I just think like it's a he's a an inspiration to anyone who's who's uh, hoping to maintain a certain standard. Um, but here we go. Never I never interview of the show as well. Eh? Absolutely, yeah. Ali Hay, right, 10, 2010, did he run a 5? He ran a park run in 1503 in 2010. He didn't run a 5K, though. Um, he did run... When was the last time he ran the Scottish 5K Champs? Ali, if you're listening, let us know. When did you when did you first do, like, a Scottish 5K Championship? In 2010, he was doing uh, 1500, though, wasn't he? 2012, he ran 1446. And he ran... For, so, I mean, all right around... I mean, that's... Anyway, kudos, Ali, you're... Uh, you're an inspiration, and he's down his beat. <laughs> so it just struck me because he's under 20, under 20, under 20, under 23, under 23, senior, senior, V35. Boom, keeping it real. Is he V35? I put corn to this, is which was like music to my ears. Well, we are in there, you know, the next time we record, we might be a vet. Uh, possibly, well, we could... vet, a vet, uh, over, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, that's not maybe. Yeah, no, I'm two weeks time. You're three weeks time. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, that's right. So uh, I might it'll be a birthday bonanza. Yes, <laughs> birthday bonanza next week, folks. Indeed. So to close, then, guys, um, we've got nothing else. Dry week, but um, short and sharp. And a lot of listeners have fed back they like it short and sharp. So uh, as always, if you'd like to get in touch with us, please do. Tartanrunningshorts at gmail.com. Facebook is at Tartan Running Shorts. Instagram is at Tartan Running Shorts. And Twitter is at Tartan Shorts. Brilliant. And uh, also, folks, if you want to, you know, give us more credit in the world of podcasting, review, like us on any of your podcast platforms, certainly iTunes, uh, and we'll come up a lot quicker as well. So we, we would encourage you to do that. And, uh, yeah, it will make uh, life much easier for us when it comes to, uh, yeah, keeping us relevant and then on on par uh, with with the 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 the, the, the most important things in the, the world of running. Eh? Indeed. Woo. Well, I tell you what, I just finished the last bit of my stir fry there. So apologies, folks. Um, I've been trying to multitask, and it was I just bit into a massive chili, so I'm struggling to speak. So we're gonna have to cut it short. Eh? That looks like he's about to like bolt off somewhere. So yeah, we might be on the run. boy. Speaking, right, I can. I'll go into this next week. My current, I've got a rant for next week, which involves oh. involves uh, what the behaviour Kyle's showing in terms of needing to bolt away and uh, being in a city where nothing's open. <laughs> on a long run, you, you, I'm sure you can imagine it. I'll rant about it next week. Oh, I'm looking forward to that. Well, folks, thanks for listening. Great to hear from you. Keep listening to us and we'll speak to you all next week. Bye.